Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. So I'm really excited for today's episode because I am joined by Steph, who's one of my good friends and also a fellow bodybuilder. So we actually have the same coach um, and obviously Steph competes as well. Um, and she's also a doctor. So we're going to we're going to basically have a little chat um, kind of run through what you do on you know a day to day basis, because you've got another little side well, not little, very cool side business um, that you have. So what we're going to basically do is intro that, um, which is actually, what's the, what's the Instagram for that? The Productivity Doctor, is that yeah, right? Yeah, Productivity Doctor and Doctor yeah. is the whole word, yeah. Perfect. And what's your, what's your Instagram? Just so we do it at the start so people know. Mine is, I think, I'd have to look now, full stop underscore Dr. Steph, full stop, I think. Or the underscore yeah. might be somewhere else but we can, I'm sure we can put it in the notes. <laughs> so it's Dr. Steph and Hate for the Best. Okay, so. Well, yeah, I think I'll come up if you do that. Yeah, so um, do you want to do a bit of an intro? Because I feel like I will like massacre this if I try and explain what you do, and then you will give a better description than what I will. Yeah, okay. Um. So I'm Steph, recently married, so now Medic Dyson. I was Hill before. Um. As Leah said, I dabble in bodybuilding. That's a uh, very big hobby of mine takes up a lot of my time and my passion Um, and then I am a NHS doctor so I qualified in 2016 and I specialize in end-of-life care both clinically so in the hospital and research so I can break that down a little bit when I went to uni the first time I did a biochemistry degree so most people don't know this. I don't know why you would know it, but I applied to get into medicine straight from high school, as most people do. And I didn't get in that time round. So I was offered a space on the biochemistry course at Nottingham Uni. So I did that basically because I didn't really know what else to do. Yeah, I really wanted to do <laughs> psychology, but my parents didn't want me to do psychology for whatever reason at that time I think things have changed since then but they were very focused on sciences and medicine I guess they they knew that I'd worked really hard at that at school and didn't want me to not pursue medicine if I fell in love with psychology which I perhaps would have done um so did my biochemistry degree and then found out that you could do something called graduate entry medicine so you go and do a medical degree having already done another degree. And it basically means you have to do the medical degree in four years instead of five. So it's it's hell <laughs> for four years, basically. Uh, but you come out the other end and we're good doctors for it. It's a good course. And we're more sort of mature learners, I think. So we know how we learn. So you get a bit of a mix in both courses, I guess. But I'm, I'm really glad that I did graduate entry medicine. I qualified in 2016. And then have worked my way up the ranks since then. And I'm now in the specialty that I have always wanted to do. I split my time 75% clinical. So working like on the ground as a doctor in the hospital. And the other 25%, which works out as a day a week, is academic time. So that's focused on research. I'm doing a master's at the moment and hopefully going to apply for a PhD very soon so lots going on at the moment um so yeah that's basically me a lot of studying a lot of studying and (laughs) the gym saves me basically yeah so you basically have obviously a very like intense work life yeah and then you also manage to fit like your bodybuilding and all your kind of other stuff in around it and also introduce your other thing that you do as well so I feel yes. like this is really cool and obviously like you've helped me with this as well like we've had calls um in the past and so I think this is really cool so do a little do a little other intro yeah sure so I have for want of a better word I guess a little side business um called the productivity doctor and this was born last year basically from I I spend a lot of my time when I'm commuting, traveling, walking, listening to um, books, listening to podcasts. And a lot of them are around self-development, productivity. And 
I I just I love that sort of stuff and I wanted to be able to distill some of the messages that I was taking in from the books from the podcasts from life in general and share them and Instagram is a great platform for that so I started making posts essentially doing that distilling the information to key points that I thought you know what everybody should know this this is useful for life for everybody and I wanted to get it out there and the the second fold to that is that if I I can very easily listen to a podcast and a book and not pay any attention we're all guilty of that if I know that I'm sort of listening for content if I'm then going to make that into a into content that people can take stuff away from it makes me focus on it and it makes me take those key messages so really it was quite a selfish endeavor in that it made me listen to those more it made me understand them and it made them made me make them understandable to other people and the best way to learn is to teach I then thought maybe I could help people actually because I've come quite on quite a journey myself with productivity and being efficient with my time I've had I've had to um, and I've learned so much on the way and I think that I've learned a lot of lessons that I can help other people pick apart where they may be going wrong and make them more efficient. And by that, by productivity, I mean you're doing more or you're doing what you need to do, but in less time because there's so many people nowadays that are working every hour that is sent, aren't getting what they need done, and then they're not having any time for themselves, and that's so important. And you can actually, if you work more efficiently, you can get that work done and even more done. You can yeah. enjoy a lot more and have time for yourself and that's sort of the whole premise of the productivity doctor is that I want to give you time for you yes because that's what these methods have given me essentially yeah because I still see like on your like Instagram for example obviously you're working like a very like good job you've got your kind of productivity doctor stuff that's going on and then you've got your own bodybuilding your training your meal prep like you know and you still I see things where you're like sat and you're like watching tv and stuff so it's not like you don't have that time off either and I think like I have so many clients for example that are like, oh, out of time to do this I'm really struggling to fit everything in so I thought it'd be really cool to like delve into like how you manage your time yeah and you fit everything in and then maybe like what are your tips to kind of help help other people as well and how you've kind of been able to get everything that you want in because I think that's like really interesting I'm like proper intrigued by this stuff as well so when you started like like I love like planners and organizing so when you showed me all of your stuff I was like oh this is brilliant (laughs) yeah and it could just make such a difference even even tiny little things if you just bring them into the forefront of your mind they can make such a difference um I think organize organization is key that that sort of goes without saying and organization can look very different for lots of people some people are very happy to sit and plan out the next month or so some people like to take days as they come Um, and that doesn't mean that you can't be organized with that and use tools to do that Um, I also think that reflection on what is working and what isn't working for you is key because I think so many people pick something up and try and use it yeah an organization tool and for whatever reason it doesn't work and so they stop using it but what they don't do is spend any time reflecting on why that didn't work because actually it may be that there's only a small tweak that's needed and that could then be effective for you um rather than going from one tool to the next to the next to the next and just, just like jumping around yeah just feeling like you're floundering um But I think the key organization works is because what you want to be doing is removing decisions from the moment. Yes. We get something called decision fatigue. So the more decisions you have to make, it's what it says on the tin, the more decisions you have to make, the less able you are to make decisions. And this day and age, we have to, we've got, if I want to sit down and watch a film, I I can't just look at my DVD collection. I have to go through. (laughs) all of Netflix, all of Amazon Prime, all of Disney Plus. Like, I understand that's a privilege to have those, but even something as simple as choosing a film 
there are so many decisions involved yeah we can't just we don't just go to the fridge and and choose what to have for dinner about what we got on the weekly sharp we can now open our phones and we can literally order anything we wanted to yeah for sure. it, there are just so many decisions to be made and just the types of foods that are available now is just absolutely mad and and that's fantastic but it's overwhelming it's so overwhelming yeah. um and so that is just reduced in the background already our ability to make decisions is reduced we are already decision fatigued and so if you can make your decisions ahead of time in an environment where you are calm and you can think about them sensibly then when you actually come to do the tasks you don't have to choose what you're doing you don't have to make a decision you're much more likely to succeed and that's planning does whether you do that on the day or whether you do it for the week yeah I do both I plan out my week on a Sunday in terms of the I just have a column for professional goals and for personal goals for the week and it's in my uh, six minute diary that I do every morning which I've done for the last I think four years now every day um and that's that's just a habit isn't it and then it's there um so yeah I do that on a Sunday and that's the I write down the bare minimum that I would be happy with in the week and then every day if I'm if I'm going to work for the day I don't tend to do a to-do list for the day because it's already prescribed for me what I'm going yeah. to do. But if I, I'm on my academic days or the weekends, I, and I do work a lot at the weekends, and so if you do, that's fine. <laughs> I hate this culture where nobody can work on the weekends. Like, if you want to work on the weekends, that's absolutely fine because chances are it frees up the time where you actually want it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Then I will have a separate to-do list for the day. And it is literally the things that I need to do that day. It's short. It's got nothing on there that are maybes. If I've got extra time, I don't do any of that. Don't do any of the, if I've got extra time, I'll do this. So it goes on the to-do list. If I've got Mm -hmm. extra time, I will consult another list. I've got quite a lot of lists (laughs) to find. Maybe you need to do a list breakdown. Okay. I could do a list breakdown. Oh, okay. I was joking, but yeah. (laughs) Well, it's it's all my to-do list and I, I did a I did a reel on this actually on the productivity doctor last week so it's very simple I basically have my next actionable steps which are the smallest next steps you need to take to get closer to your goal yeah the example I like to use for this is if you are writing an essay so the overarching project project would be the essay but so many people will just have on their to-do list write essay yeah which is like a huge overwhelming goal yeah how yeah. how can you possibly feel motivated or even excited to sit and do that because it's so yeah. overwhelming but if you break that down actually the first thing I need to do to be able to do that essay is read the instructions from the yeah. team or I know that I need to read a certain chapter in a book yeah. to be able to write it and then you may be able to move on to bullet point the plan so right, okay. you really break it down into tiny bits you don't need to write them all out in one go you just figure out what the next step is and then when you've done that figure out what the next step right is. so you would do it as you go type thing yeah yeah okay so you've got your list of your next actionable steps and if you've got multiple projects on the go you may have multiple next actionable steps yeah so I've got a next actionable step for my systematic review that I'm writing I've got a next actionable step for my PhD application okay next actionable step for a a meeting that I'm organizing yeah and having that little bit of flexibility as well is helpful in that sometimes you might sit down and you don't want to write any essay but you're in quite a creative mood in terms of you might want to make some content yeah instead um instead of just paraphrasing for an essay so having that flexibility of the next actionable steps is fine okay the next heading that I would have is future work so that could be in the same place it could be in a different place but it's the work that you know you need to do in the future right right now that's like a brain dump because I feel like I have this where I'm like oh I've got this idea and I've got this idea and then it's easy to get like really overwhelmed like that isn't it so if you just kind of 
and I say this to my clients as well, like if you've got things you need to do, just go, you don't need to do them all now. They don't all need to go on today's do list. Like yeah. just go and go and empty your brain and write it down. So is that like, is that, would that be like a big brain dump essentially? Yeah, definitely. And okay. this is the reason why I've got so many little lists is because it's none of it is in my head. Yeah. I, I need my head. <laughs> I need yeah. my head free so that I can focus on what I'm doing. I yeah. don't, I don't hold anything in my head. If you said to me, what are you doing next Tuesday? I would I would pick up my phone and have a look on my calendar because that's right. what it is. But I have faith in the system that it is there. Yeah. So what I would say is, I'll, I'll just say the last bit of the list and then come back to that because otherwise I'll get sidetracked. I want to yeah. keep um, going the list. But the last bit of the list is with someone else. So these are tasks that are, you can't do anything about until someone else has got back to you. So sometimes okay. you've sent some... I don't know, some videos off to someone to edit. Yeah. Um, and so you can't do anything with them. You can't post them. You can't make any content. Sometimes you've sent an email off and you're waiting for a reply, yeah. or maybe you've sent a draft of your essay off to somebody to read. So they've got that. So just keeping track of what's with someone else. Right, okay. And they're parked as far as you're concerned. You can't do anything with that until that's come back. Okay. And it keep, helps you keep a track on it. So you've got next actionable steps, future work, and with someone else. And then okay. that's it. It's essentially just what you yeah. need. And then your daily to-do list is just drawn from those next steps. Right. Okay. Okay. So I guess you could kind of apply that to like, for example, looking at physique-based goals and like progressing yourself from like a client perspective. I guess you could apply it to that. Because for example, if um if there's someone that wants to lose like X amount of weight or wants to start training or develop like the strength, you know, you could kind of break that down in terms of like, like you said with the essay that's kind of the bigger goal and then breaking it down into what do I actually need to do? What are the steps? So it might be like going and doing a food shop or making your lunch for the next week. So actually like splitting it down, I guess that's kind of, you could do that with your own, with your own goals as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it means that you, it's, it's much more manageable and less overwhelming to do that. And you're much more likely to do that. You're much more likely to go do your food shop. If you can see that that's the next step that you need to do as opposed to trying to change everything isn't it Um, and I guess that it sort of links into the movement the move away from outcome goals to process goals yeah which I'm sure you speak about a lot if you're if you're training for a marathon you never just say well I'm training for a marathon and it's all or nothing you really need to be saying first of all I'm going to train to do 5k yeah break it down and enjoy it you know yeah. like celebrate the wins on the way yeah. um is yeah. or i think is it i think it's james smith who used the ex, uses the example of if you if you're aiming to lose 10 pounds then you only get to celebrate when you get to 10 pounds why would you not celebrate like aim, aim every pound on the way yeah. or on the way that yeah cheating yourself out of nine celebrations yeah no that's so true so so you know you've got your list right so you've got your next actionable list so someone's done their next actionable steps they've got their brain dump with like um their future you know the future one and then they've got their other one which is with someone else so how do you because I say this to my clients all the time I'm like you can't just go into your week and hope that you get everything done like you need to you need to allocate your time to tasks because you could probably have days where you don't feel like doing things and and it's like you said you might have a, a little bit of time but then if it's not planned into a a time slot you might you're going to get to the end of the week and then be like oh I haven't I'm just really into back to like physique goals but you know I haven't got my sessions in or I haven't got my steps in or ah, oh, like actually I don't have any food and I need to eat a meal so how do you actually take that and kind of put it into your week yeah, so that's what that's the sort of weekly review that you need to do. And that's what I would do on a Sunday. So you just yeah. look ahead and I've got the list of the things that I want that I know I need to get done. So the professional yeah. stuff and, the, and the personal stuff. And then I have a look about where they're gonna go. Um so if you've got gym sessions to fit in, then you need to be writing down whether that's in a piece of paper or in your calendar when you're gonna do those sessions and so that all you have to do is follow your own plan. Yeah. Um, so you, what you don't want to do is finish work on a Monday and go, oh, I think I might go and do one of my gym sessions yeah, because yeah. you're not going to go and do your gym session. Yeah. If it's a, a choice, if it's a decision for you to make yes. with this decision fatigue, you're going to choose to go home and sit on the sofa because yeah. that's, 
you're you will always choose comfort yeah. whereas if you've made that promise to yourself you've already said I'm going to go to the gym on Monday Wednesday Friday then when you get to the end of the day on a Monday you're going to go right today is gym day that yes is in my plan you're much yeah. more likely that th- you may still not go you may still have other barriers that mean that you would you end up going home or sitting on the sofa that's that's different but you are much more likely to do that yeah yeah um so planning ahead of time and and putting that time in is definitely one of the things you can do to help you do that habits are all about making it more accessible and making the other option less accessible so planning time ahead is one way to make things more accessible because you've removed that decision it's already planned you've made that promise to yourself and it also makes the alternative less attractive because in order to not do it you have to actively decide not to do it as opposed to sticking to the what your day looked like yeah yeah Um, so that that's why planning ahead of time works so well and it also helps you to see whether your plan is realistic so if you are if you're if you said to one of your clients I want you to try and do three to four sessions this week and they go okay yeah fine I'm going to do five I'm going to do five and so then they sit down they've written on their on their to-do list they're going to do five sessions this week but actually when they sit down and they see they've got childcare on Monday night they're doing a late shift on Wednesday and they don't have the car on Sunday yeah so actually, it's physically impossible. The logistics of it. It's just not going to work. Yeah. Um, so then they can plan in four or three. And yeah. that's not them then getting to the end of the week and thinking, but I said I was going to do five. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, you, You're doing what you plan to do. And you know when you're in that headspace to do the planning, why that is. Yes. And that is okay. So yeah. it all works as a bit of a feedback loop. Sometimes yeah. I'll... I'll make my list and then I'll have a look at my week and then I'll think that that's not going to happen. That's yeah. really, I need to take something off this to-do list. Otherwise, I know I'm going to get to the end of the week and I'm not going to have done it. And it's going to make me feel rubbish. Yeah, yeah. because you want it to be realistic, don't you? Yeah. You want it yeah. to be overachievable, if anything. Yes. Because it's always better to get to the end of your list ahead of time and think, oh, I've done everything. I do yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, as opposed to constantly be not doing your list, which yeah. I think is such a common thing that people do. This is what I was doing. I think when we worked together, I was like cramming every half an hour of the day, like full. And then if something ran over, it would like push my whole day off. So then it was just making me feel like I'd failed at the end of every day. Yeah. You need the wiggle room. You need white space. That's what, because nowadays everybody puts everything in Google calendar. You need yeah. that white space in between your yeah. appointments because life doesn't go to plan something will run over and yeah. you don't want to panic as you get more used to your organization tools and how you set up your week you then learn to be more flexible and I like to call it persist or pivot so you learn to be able to even halfway through your day if it's gone terribly wrong compared to what you planned you learn to be able to take a step back and say okay what's the best thing to do here persist push through what I plan to do and work later than I thought I was going to or sacrifice something else or do I need to pivot completely take some things away maybe even swap the afternoon for another afternoon in the week so that you still get to the end of the day satisfied because the alternative is you just carry on floundering through the end of the day and then you don't get any of your day like the morning's not gone to plan fine you can't get that back now unfortunately but you can change the rest of the day but that that comes with time that's not something easy to do um and I also don't profess to be perfect there are lots of days where I just cannot do what I have set out to do I just I think that's really interesting as well because um I have that sometimes where I like some days I'm like oh brilliant like I've got to the end of my to-do list like I've been super like I had one of these days yesterday where I was like just so productive and I got to the end of the day and I was like I've got so much done like if I could be like this every day like I would make so much more progress and then some days I'll sit down and it will get to lunch and I've been like I've, I've barely done anything like my brain is just not functioning the same yeah so 
yeah people have those days don't they as well yeah yeah they do and and everybody does despite what social media may tell you everybody does everybody has those days and it may be something as simple as you got a little bit less sleep or you had a big leg session the day before there are so many cns stressors that you may not even be aware of that mean that you can't focus at that moment in time and it's not all your fault it's not all your fault all you can do is is try and get the tools in place to help yourself do that so take your phone out of the room or use your phone as your timer so that you're not going to be distracted um time blocking so we've talked about time blocking before for the day so you know the tasks that you're doing and you can focus on that um being realistic with those time blocks so not setting yourself an hour and a half of deep work because nobody can do that it's sort of humanly impossible so you might need shorter work blocks there are things that we can do there's there's so there's so many tools and um and techniques and that's what I do through the productivity doctor none of my consultations are the same I may offer the same tools to to different people but it will be they'll be targeted in different ways and there'll be a different combination of the tools because people have different issues yeah yeah there tends to be two groups of people either people who know what their next actionable steps are and then find it really difficult to actually do them yeah and then there's another group of people who are quite good at doing things once they can identify what they need to do but are floundering around being able to identify what that next actionable step is right so they can action it but they just don't know what they need to action as such yeah yeah okay so the first thing that I try and do with people is establish which of those they are because the tools are going to be different and what we need to work on is going to be different um and then eventually everybody will get to the same sort of stage um and I think it's just about building things in really slowly so although I've just spoken about a load of different techniques that I used that there wasn't a week where I sat down and said right from now on on Sundays, I'm going to plan my week. Every morning, I'm going to do this. I'm going to use this to-do list. I'm going to time block using this Google Calendar. Like it's yeah. been one thing, letting it settle, and then another thing. And maybe that didn't work, so I sacked yeah. it up. And yeah. then another thing, and then that settled. And I mean, this has been years and years and years in the making. And now I feel like I've settled in a place where 80% of the time, I am as productive as I can be. Yeah. What would you recommend? So if someone is feeling like really overwhelmed, feels like they're mentally, because I have this with some clients that say to me, I just feel so like mentally burnt out all the time. I feel like I'm here, there and everywhere. I've got so much going on. What would be the first thing that you would recommend to them in order to maybe help them just like be a bit more efficient with what they're doing and just feel a bit more like settled in themselves? So the brain dump is the first thing. And I think you would probably agree with me with that. Yeah. Get everything that's in your head on paper. And it the, the beauty about a brain dump is it doesn't have to be organized in any way, shape or form. It's not supposed to be. It can be typed on a laptop, on a computer. It can be typed on a phone. It can be drawn on a piece of paper. How Whatever medium you want to use to do your brain dump, just get all of those things that you're thinking about out of your head and onto paper you'll it may look like a huge giant list once you've got it down but it, it's out of your head and yeah. that's the first step to then having a clearer mind and being able to actually look at what this brain dump looks like and figure out where you need to go okay. so I think that can be really really helpful for people the other thing that maybe sounds unrelated but it's not I think spending some time properly defining your own values because the amount of times we come to a decision that would be much easier to make if we knew what our values were right if you knew what was like important to you as such yeah yeah yeah. because you need to be able to if someone comes to you and asks you to do a task you need to be able to weigh that up against your own values um and you want it to work for them and not against them so they're two different things there's lots of things that may work for you but they may also work against another one of your values 
and it's being mindful of what that is otherwise you're just not going to be satisfied and happy yeah you need to be doing things for you and often if people feel overwhelmed it's because they're saying yes to lots of things that aren't for them yeah 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 and I think that's really interesting because if you look at it like from for example a client perspective someone that's trying to prioritize their own maybe fitness goals and health goals wants to you know feel better maybe lose weight build muscle whatever they want to do um like improve their sleep but then they're saying yes to like going out for food loads like going out for the for drinks with the friends at weekends and then they're getting to do like a check-in and be like oh I'm really frustrated because like I haven't lost weight and I've eaten out loads this week and then you just feel like you're going around in a circle whereas if they'd actually taken a step back and thought actually like okay so I either go out with my friends tonight or I go and get my gym session in that I'd promised myself that I was going to get in so it's not saying like never go out with your friends and always go to the gym but it's just weighing up like ultimately what is going to be better for you long term and what's in line with what you really want I always say this to my clients it's like what is actually going to make you happy because I think it's really easy when you're in the moment to think oh brilliant that sounds amazing I'll like do that without actually thinking about is that actually going to contribute to what you want to do long term yeah definitely it's the immediate gratification yeah because it's like when we're on prep like if we went out for food like I would love to sit and like have a nice meal and a dessert like and that's hard isn't it sitting and going out when you're on prep and being like no sorry I'll just go and eat my chicken salad or whatever but then it's <laughs> god I hate chicken salad it's on my plan now oh it's never gonna go um but it's like thinking well I want to get on stage and I want to reach my goal and I know that's quite an extreme example but it's the same with like someone that's trying to lose weight if they're missing sessions and you know not hitting their nutrition targets because they're always saying yes to everything else there's going to be a a trade-off so it's like weighing up what's most important to you yeah yeah definitely and and it comes down to the values because the reason why somebody wants to lose weight that's the first thing that they need to examine isn't it and I'm sure that's the first thing that you go into with clients why why do you want to do that what's your reason yeah. And actually the value that that comes down to, maybe you want to be healthy. You want to be healthy for your kids, for your yeah. husband, for your wife. You want to be healthy for you. Yeah. You want to be able to climb a mountain when you go on holiday with the family. Like <clears throat> you've got to take it down to why is that important? Yeah. And also on the flip side, why is going out for food important to you? Yes. Yeah. Because maybe that actually one of your values is that you are present for your friends yeah. and taking that away is, is not good for you. Yeah. Either. So yeah. if you can say the reason I like going out with my friends is because I, I want to be present for them. I want to see them. I want to be a part of their life. That's fine. You don't need to eat a burger to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So picking it apart, why do you like doing those things? Why are those things important to you? Yeah. Then make the decisions because you can be healthy and go to the gym and you can go and spend time with your friends yeah Yeah, it doesn't have to be like one or the other it's just thinking about like the decisions you're making and how they relate to your values yeah because actually saying no to your friends and going to the gym instead is if if being present for your friends is one of your values that's directly going against your values and that's not going to make you feel great you're going to resent that gym session and you're not going to want to go and that's going to not be good for your long-term adherence yeah actually recognizing that and saying do you know what now is not the time for me to go to the gym now is the time for me to go out with my friends but it's not the time for me to go and eat a three course meal (laughs) I don't need to do that to to spend the time with my friends yeah yeah so that's that's how the the values can help yeah so it's sort of like identifying that and then making sure you're aligned with the actions are aligned with your values yeah yeah those are the things that tend to contribute to overwhelm is people are trying to hold everything in their head yeah just haven't got it down on paper because that's not what our heads are made for we've got a, a good we've got memory obviously we have got memory but we're not <laughs> we're not calendars we're not yeah. textbooks we're not supposed to be back in the day we didn't ever have multiple appointments or places to be we got up when the sun got up we went out and hunted when the food was there 
we went to bed when the sun went down like we didn't need to plan right next Thursday (laughs) the bison are coming so we have to be by the rock at 2 p.m there's just none of that yeah 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 we're yeah. not we're not made for it we have to write it down yeah no that makes sense so so in terms of like how you do your planning because obviously you have like quite a lot of things jug- to juggle so like how many so let's start with your with your work then like how how many hours like roughly do you do like what days do you do how do you like sorry I'm going into like 25 questions here how do you like juggle your time with like your body because obviously you have to do meal prep like you have to do your check-in you obviously like when you're dieting you've got cardio and steps to do because like there's a lot going on so how and obviously like you're married you've got a relationship you've got a house like how do you like juggle everything and feel like not overwhelmed with what you're doing um so a lot of it's routine that's just set in place and I think when you're starting any certainly if you're going to start a prep you need your ducks in line don't you you can't you can't start a prep when your life is up in the air um so having that basis is always helpful my academic days are always a Monday and that it has to be like that because if it was a different day a week then the hospital would get confused when I was supposed to be there and it would all just be up in in the air so I know every week I'm doing the same thankfully I've moved away from shift work now because that was another added level of complicated yeah I have one night on call a week so I've moved away from shift work I have one night on call a week where they the hospice will call me if they need me um, and I, I have to go in if they need me but yeah. it's touch wood they don't need me to go in that often um, and then I work one weekend in five at the moment and that's because I've chosen a specialty that is like that and I've, I've been through the whole doing nights doing days doing yeah. all the uncles so that's tough that's tough but it is doable because you just tend to have a different routine for each shift pattern yeah. so yeah. If, I, if I work with shift workers for the productivity doctor type thing then that's what we talk about um but now I have a fairly set routine so Mondays are my academic day Tuesday I work clinically Wednesday I have teaching in the morning and then work clinically in the afternoon Thursday and Friday I work clinically and then weekends on my own except for one in five when I go and work in the hospice so I know my schedule and that makes it a lot easier I have set training days so I train I rest it's easier to say I, I rest every Thursday and Sunday although I go and do cardio on a Sunday um so that's in as well sometimes set they... your training days in stone like these are my training days and these are my days off yeah yeah, yeah. and there's a bit of flexibility there if I need it so for example if I'm on call on a Friday evening then I'll do my training session on the Thursday which isn't okay. ideal you can't do everything ideally if you're going to balance lots of things and accepting that is really important as well I know bringing it to a delaying a rest day is not optimal for yeah. my progress but that's yeah. that's it. neither is missing a gym session because I, I can't go because I'm called into the hospice yeah. and at the end of the day that's my job so yeah. that comes first um so that's set in my I follow a meal plan so I know what I'm eating every day so I don't have to you don't have to think that. about the food yeah um and I'm in a routine with that so I'll just I'll batch cook my turkey mints I batch cook my bolognese and pasta meals and then they're just in the freezer for me to take out you do have, that on set days or do it sorry just interrupt or do you no, just do it as and when as and when when it runs out so I know that I have I know that I could do it on a Monday and I can do it most weekends so I will sort of think ahead so say if my my bolognese meal ran out on the Sunday rest day and I didn't need it till the Thursday rest day but I I would then make it on the Monday because I'm, okay. I'm not going to have time on the Tuesday yeah. Wednesday so it's just yeah. sort of I used to um more of my meals used to need more prepping and so I used to do it like every two weeks religiously okay. yeah um, so that that is a, another option but I just don't need to do that at the moment yeah. my plan is really easy to make um, and none of it takes that long so I just do it when when it runs out and when I've got the earliest opportunity really yeah. okay um, so that's yeah that's how I do that and then all the rest of it is like 
salad or yeah. I just get ready cooked green beans that are frozen and yeah. just toast them. Um, micro, uh, microwave rice. Yeah, so it's all easily accessible, like ready to go yeah. food as such. Iceland chicken is an absolute godsend. It's ready cooked. This mm. we I skewers, which because it's 100 grams uncooked is then basically a skewer that's already right. cooked. So it's, it's perfect. It's like it's made. Right, okay. and, and Will lives off that as well. So my husband has got at least three full-time jobs. <laughs> <laughs> he's balancing. Um, and he has to eat. I mean, he's a lot heavier than me. He has to eat a lot of food. And so he does that as well, the Iceland chicken. So it is doable. It is doable. You just have to find the easy route sometimes that's not optimal obviously it would well I don't know if it would make that much difference if I made my own chicken fresh probably not um because of the added stress but you just find your own little things yeah yeah Um, so yeah make things easy for yourself that's the the biggest message I think and obviously you know I think a big you know when you're going to do certain things in advance so it just takes out that sort of decision like you said taking away the decision making through the week yeah yeah I think I find that with a lot of clients is like they get to a day and then think oh I don't really want to do it today I'll do it another day and then you get a week later and things haven't been done and then it's really stressed because they're like shall I do this shall I do that you know I don't have any food in because I haven't done a food shop and it's like they end up just like in limbo whereas you know if they've got a set day for like a food shop and a set day for the session and a set day for the meal prep it's like everything is is organized out then yeah yeah definitely and I think if you're if you're sort of starting out that is the way forward yeah. you need to have a set allocated time that you know will work for you to do that meal prep if if for whatever reason one week you're not available at that time say you've gone away for the weekend then that's fine just either do two weeks in advance you just need yeah. to be ahead or find another day to do it don't just yeah. go oh no I can't do it on my specific day yeah um, just pivot and and make it work but you've got to be thinking ahead some people hate thinking ahead but I think you have to yeah if you want to achieve a goal you have to you have to do you ever have days where you feel like oh I just really can't be bothered today rarely rarely and and I know that I'm very lucky in that sense I tend to be a very motivated person and I think that comes down to the fact that I absolutely love what I do job wise both my research and my clinical and I I love going to the gym like I've I've worked so hard to get somewhere where I love what I'm doing every day there were days back when I was doing jobs that I didn't want to do yeah yeah that um so I don't think I I not often not often sometimes hormonally I really struggle I have to recognize that and push through it. Um, some I tend to get the, the opposite in that I get a bit um, overwhelmed doing too much. You get a bit scatty. I can get a yeah. bit scatty. My yeah. motivation tends to be a hindrance in some of those settings um, in that I'll have my list of what I need to do for the day but then I'll just start doing something else right and you get like sidetracked yeah that wasn't on the list um and but it's because I love doing that I enjoy it as well yeah. and especially if the, if I enjoy that more than what is my next task on the list yes. I, do, I do struggle with that um and the only way to get past that is to just do it yeah it's as simple as that like if you're sat and you've got a task to do and you don't want to do it start doing it because that's yeah. that's the only way yeah. there's no magic anything just yeah. start doing it um and if you've got to do more of that task tomorrow finish it at a point where it's halfway through so right. i've heard writers say that they finish their sentence halfway through and then when they go back to the writing the next day, right. they read what they've written, pick up that sentence, and then they've started, and they can okay, just yeah. It's not um, like they're thinking of like a brand new chapter or something. Yeah, because that's yeah. another barrier. That's like clean breaks. Although they feel good closure wise on the day, are really difficult to then come back yeah. to. So you're better off leaving it a little bit messy. Yeah. So you can come back in. Yeah. 
Okay. So in terms of like, if you just go back to like your planning, so with your like diary and stuff, what do you use specifically to like organize your time and do your list? Because I feel like I use like a notebook and I literally have like a million notebooks in my desk because I like writing stuff down. Yeah. Um, so how do you do that? So I have my journal in the morning is the six minute diary by Be Your Best Self, which is B-E-U-R Best Self. Okay. Um. And you can just find it on Amazon. You do that every day? Every single day, yeah. Okay. You're, there's a bit for the morning and there's a bit for the night time. I just do it all in the morning. So okay. I do I do the nighttime bit for the day before. Right. And the day bit for the day ahead. Okay, yeah. Because um, I, I don't like doing any journaling or reading or anything in the evening. I just chill and watch TV. Yeah. That's what I like to do. Um, so I do that in the morning. And then I use Google Calendar for any of my appointments. Yeah. If it's not in my Google Calendar, I'm not doing it. It's as simple as that. So when you when you do build in an organizational tool, you need to prove to yourself that it is an effective tool for you and that it works. And then eventually you will get to that point that you everything goes in there, it's out of your head, yeah. but you are so dependent on it. But I that, use Google Calendar as well, and I'm the same with that. But it's okay because I know I know for a fact that everything I need to have in there is in there. There is there is no way that I will not put an appointment in my Google Calendar. I trust myself yeah. and I trust yeah. the process such that that is a fact. Yeah, um, and that's why I don't have to remember dates in my head because I just yeah. trust it on there. Because it's just in there. Yeah, and that's an important part of the process. Yeah. So yeah, so all my um timetabling things. So I've got all my gym sessions are on there. I've got my take check-in pictures, send check-in right. pictures. So literally all the minor details are like in there, like take your check-in pictures and everything. Yeah, because that's a weekly occurrence. Right. So and then I get it. Yeah. What I don't do is if I've got if I've got a blank day, like say my academic day, what I don't tend to do is go and put in every second right. from my to-do list Um, as long as I've got a general idea. But what I will do is put in things that I need to do. So I put in this today and yeah. then work back and put in when I needed to go to the gym. Okay, yeah. I needed to go, I needed to be at the gym for a specific time to be able to get back yeah. to do this. Um, So I needed to know that. Whereas okay. everything else... I know that I'll get it done. It just needs to be fitted in. And right. I think I I can do that because I've I've been through the other processes of blocking out every bit of my yeah. time. Yeah. And I trust my process now that I know how long I take with things. Yeah. And I know that I'm motivated and if it's on my to-do list, I'll do it. But if you're sort of starting out, then it may be helpful to put in the smaller things or yeah. at least it down on a separate piece of paper yeah that, um, that's the way I do it I put my like things that have to be done at a certain times so like this today if I'm like meeting someone to train or I'm meeting a friend for coffee or I've got like my check-in has to be done by a certain time that'll go in my google calendar and then anything like tasks I just do on like a notebook for the day like as in like work stuff yeah I, I do the same but in google keep on my phone okay so that um I don't have loads of pieces of paper that in fact the only the only my the six minute diary is a journal, is a written journal. Yeah. Um, but then other than that, the only piece of paper I have is my academic okay. notebook. Um, and I didn't even have that for a really long time until my supervisor said, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> you must have a notebook. How yeah. do you do your, um, you know, you said about your kind of uh, future tasks and your, you know, your brain. And where do you do all that then? So it's on my laptop home screen. Ah. Yeah. So, I mean, at the moment I've got... A it's quite a complicated setup I've got because of everything that I've got going on with my academic work and my PhD application is due so um I've actually got a, a Gantt chart at the moment which is um a, a productivity tool that basically is quite hard to explain it's probably not hard to explain I'm just not very good, good at it so you basically have um mine's on an excel sheet and I have the tasks listed down the left-hand side. And then you put in the date when you want to start the task. You put, put in how many days it's going to take you to do. Yeah. And it creates a bar on the right. ground that shows um, the time. So that on the on the axis at the top is, are the dates. Yeah. 
So it shows the block of time that that task is going to take. Right, okay. And then you do that for all of your tasks and it gives me an overall vision of what time all of the tasks are going to take and how they interact with each other. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's an advanced organization tool that academics use for things okay. like planning PhDs and planning projects. And I imagine um, business people yeah. who have got a lot of things to work with, good for teams to look at. Yeah. Um, so that that's one of the sort of more advanced tools. Um, and they only I have only very recently started using that. And that's just because I need to have basically my PhD application is in in July, but my systematic review is due for sending off for publication in March. Um, I've got a patient and public group meeting that needs to be done by February. So it's, it's all all my deadlines yeah. are this half of the year yeah. um, which is unusual and so if I didn't have that time planned out I would just explode because I'd feel yeah. like I had all those deadlines looming but actually what the Gantt chart lets me do is see what do I need to do today yes what do I need to do now what's the priority yeah. so for most people like an, an a list like the notes on their laptop yeah. would be perfect in terms of just like write down everything you need to do and then write down what the next actionable task is that would be fine for most people wouldn't it yeah yeah absolutely absolutely that's all you need really you need a place to to brain dump the tasks that you're yeah. balancing you need a place that's got your next actionable step so yeah. that you, when you have got some time to work you sit down and you've got your list yeah um and when you are planning your time ahead, you've got your list to choose from because those are the bits that need doing first. Yeah. And then you've got your someone else, which may not be applicable to everybody. It's more applicable to me in the sort of academic realm because yeah. I'm often sending drafts off to people. And yes. um, so it's important for me to keep a track of that. Um, but yeah, there will be things that that do fit in there yeah. um, that don't need doing at that moment yeah. in time that need something else to happen first so I think those three things are the key yeah. really and I would try and work in at least a weekly review to do that planning and then once that's set then you can have a look at maybe doing a little five minutes every day yeah so so basically you've got your notes with your brain dump on you've yeah. got your next action pass tasks or your priorities what you need to do next you've got some sort of planning on a Sunday where you basically figure out what days you're going to do things on and yeah. I guess you could tie in your review to the Sunday as well so you could do a review of last week and then you could plan out next week in one go yeah perfect and then you basically got some sort of diary where you can put things in yeah 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 okay yeah those are the yeah those are the basics so if you um, want to get super productive basically do that yeah yeah and you can build on it and and chances yeah. are once you start to see the positive effects of it you're yeah. then thinking, oh, what else can I do? What else can I yeah. add it? And there's yeah. there are so many things. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I sound like organized chaos and it probably is organized chaos, but organized being the operative word. <laughs> yeah. So so bodybuilding wise then, what are you, what, because you're obviously starting like prep this yeah. year. So how do you, what are your plans with prep? How are you going to fit that in around like what you've got already? Because obviously it's like the posing and the cardio and the steps. Like, how do you, how are you going to fit all that in when you start prep? So the way I see it is, I think sometimes prep seems overwhelming if it, if it's a brand new start yeah. and you've got to add in everything. But actually, I I'm at the gym six six days a week. Um, my meal prep is sorted. Yeah, my, that won't change, will it? Your meal prep routine. So yeah, my meals are sorted. So all my routine is in place yeah even if I had even if I had to go to the gym seven days a week that would be absolutely fine yeah I would just all I need to do is just add it on and I go to the gym I go to the gym after work when right. I'm nickel or I go to the gym in the middle of the day when I'm not at work because it's just quieter and just get yeah. it done I don't faff around when I'm in the gym at all. I don't talk to people <laughs> if I can avoid it. I'm not, I'm not rude. Well, sometimes I'm rude. Yesterday I was, I had like 45 minutes and I point blank was like, I, I'm really sorry. I've got 45 minutes and then just carried on. Yeah. Um, but I just go in, do my workout and then come out. I pose anyway. I pose yeah. throughout my off season. Um, 
so that won't change I know I need to go for some I need some posing lessons lord knows I need some posing lessons <laughs> but then it will just be practicing that instead of just practicing the same thing okay, yeah so when you do your cardio do you just add that onto your evening weight session yeah 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 and you don't go twice a day you just kind of block it all together yeah we have got a home gym um which makes life so easy I don't use it at the moment because I really like just walking down to my gym because it gets some steps in as well yeah. um but we've got a little bike in there right. and so if I wanted to do some morning cardio I'm trying to think back to the last prep now yeah. <clears throat> it's like it's ages ago um uh, yeah I was doing some morning cardio on the bike so I could I yeah. could that in um I get up at six as it is but I, I get up at six to leave the house at 20 past seven um that's because I like to just chill I like to do my journal I have a SAD lamp like my morning routine is important to me but I know that it's a um luxury yeah. and so I can make that shorter if yes. I need to um yeah and I already do a little bit of cardio which Dan is going to take off me which is fine he needs to now he's like it's long enough yeah yeah I would love to bunch all mine together because I do I do when I'm on prep I do my cardio in the morning because my cardio got up to like an hour last time so it was just I was like I cannot face doing this after a session yeah. but um I just fine because I train in the middle of the day and then I end up doing cardio after my session and then I'm like so sweaty and I'm like I need to go back to work but I'm like really sweaty and then I have to have a shower and like wash my hair yeah I know that's such a first world problem but you know what I mean from an organization yeah. perspective yeah. it is an art fitting it in isn't it and to be honest I haven't I haven't done a prep with Dan, so I don't know what that's going to be like. I don't know what the demands are going to be like, but I've always just taken it as I'll just take it as it comes and just fit it. In. it and it, it's always gradual, isn't it? Like yeah. you start on a certain number of a certain number of minutes on the cardio, and then you yeah. build it up and you build up your steps. And so you don't notice it as much. It's not as if somebody just suddenly goes, right, you need to do an hour of stairs every day. Yeah. It's fine the next hour. Yeah. Um, I also do a lot of life admin when I'm on the stairs, on the right, stairs yeah. um, which is something that you can do a lot easier than if you're um running well, yeah I don't, like, I don't know why anybody would run but um mm, on the stairs I think it helps distract you as well doesn't it yeah I read my kindle when I'm on the stairmaster I get into a good book and then I'm like this on my kindle yeah yeah I think it's a really valuable bit of time um and yeah I, I always use it to do stuff um so I think that's what I would do in prep as well. There's plenty of stuff that I sit at my desk to do that I could be doing whilst walking. So you just yeah. you have to just fit those tasks in, isn't it? Recognize yeah, and do while you do that. So yes. you're not, yeah. for example, I, I sat here today and I, I got my on-call rotor um, up until July. So I sat at my desk and put them all in and then thought, why have I done that? I've got 20 minutes on the stairs today. I could have done it yeah. then. But I had an email to send on the stairs anyway. So, but yeah, it's it's mm -hmm. taking it as it comes, getting a solid routine so that yeah, I think that's when, a big one, isn't it? The routine, getting that solidified, yeah. and then you're just adding to that routine. Yes. You're not heaving everything. I think if yeah. if I was someone who didn't do my gym sessions on set days or, or even reliably didn't just sort of figured out my feed prep as I went along I think then introducing a prep into that environment yeah. whilst trying to balance everything else yeah. is going to lead to disaster but because I've got all the other ducks in a line then it's it, okay yeah so that won't be easy it won't be easy and yeah. maybe it's not the best thing to be doing a prep whilst balancing everything else but it keeps me sane and it's yeah. what I enjoy doing and I will always go to the gym yeah. alongside medicine they've saved me from each other so yeah, yeah. no it makes sense okay. I think the more you do the more efficient you get yeah I think you kind of get used to it everyone, yeah everyone who's ever done a prep will appreciate that you are yeah. the most efficient while yes. you're on yeah because I actually find that like, I'm more productive with work when I'm on prep which is weird because I'm like my brain is a bit foggy and I can't think properly but I like seem to be more like efficient yeah yeah absolutely and I think it's because you have to be isn't yeah. it because time management. it's because you've had to plan ahead of time to get everything yeah. in um, yeah. because because you're working towards your value 
yeah so it's something that's really important to you so it's you kind of without realizing exercising all of the things that we've talked about yeah true true yeah amazing so so just in terms of like to finish off because obviously you've you've kind of read a lot of books around like self-development and stuff like that if there was going to be like something that you would recommend to someone that wants to like start implementing some of these things and wants to like do a bit of reading about it what what books would be like your go-to for like recommended like reading or podcasts even okay so podcasts I listen to um I listen to Diary of a CEO yeah I love that one I think it's it's so great and it, it has so many different people on there um, and yeah. you can learn a lot from them um Jay Shetty yes has some on purpose is his podcast yeah he has some really great people on there speaking about um how they manage productivity and he he talks about productivity and time management and and self-care and sort of the balance of everything as well um what's so adam grant has got a podcast that i listen to i'm just pulling it up now thinking something rethinking by adam grant so that's a really good podcast okay people um come on and talk and then i listen to the daily stoic i really like stoicism oh, i want to get that book yeah so th- there's a podcast as well where i didn't know he, that he reads the entry every day basically there's a load of adverts on there which is quite annoying but it's good and he also does some i think once a week does a long podcast which i don't always listen to yeah um but that is really good as well um I'm trying to think if there's any others I think those are the main ones um oh and the Huberman podcast which I'm just head over heels for at the moment I haven't heard of that either Huberman lab so um Huberman is a scientist he's a neuroscientist and he's basically he's a lecturer at MIT but he's dedicated pretty much all of his time now to giving out free education um and he's such a clever guy, but he's so good at distilling information down into understandable wow. truth. So his podcasts are like two to four hours long, but okay. obviously you don't have to listen to it all at once. Yes. Um, and he talks about the neurochemistry um, and brain anatomy behind a lot of the things that we do, are things like yeah. motivation, um, addiction, all the stuff really that's really helpful to know. And and I use a lot of that in my productivity doctor stuff, like manipulating dopamine. Um, right, okay. A lot about um, morning, so morning sunlight, cold water in the morning. He likes yeah. that. I don't like that. Oh, I don't delaying, like that. <laughs> delaying coffee 90 minutes before you get up. I can't do that either. Hats off to people who can. Um, so he basically talks through all these sort of science, evidence-based things to optimize your um, happiness productivity motivation so it's really interesting um so those are the podcasts and I prefer podcasts to books because I think in one podcast you get what somebody wrote in a book they tend to just distill it down don't they but the my favorite books I really like um Daniel Pink so his books he's got one called Drive and one called what's it called I can't remember but we've got the name of the author so that's good yeah so he's got yeah he's got two really good ones and basically drive talks about what makes humans do what they want to do and it's kind of from a business point of view but I found a lot of the points applicable and then the other one when it's called when oh, okay and it's about the science of when you should do things so right. are you an, are, he, he's the one who talks about are you a, a lark or an owl and sort of times in the day that may work best for you for doing so they're really great books anything Brené Brown yes I really like um those as well actually I've read some of those yeah she has my heart and I think she's a shame researcher um and I think so much of the decision so many of the decisions that we make come from shame without us realizing um and come from that place and understanding that and having that compassion for yourself is such a great key to unlocking so much of your potential um because again it comes back to the values and why are you motivated and what motivates and also takes away a lot of the um 
a lot of the barriers and a lot of the walls that often you've put up yourself that stop you doing things so um for example one of the big things that I realized really big realization I had is that so many people were telling me that I was oh sorry did it freeze then uh no you're all good it did a little bit but it's okay now so many people were telling me that I was doing too much I was hearing it at home I was hearing it at work my clinical supervisors were telling me I was doing too much trying to balance my academic supervisors were telling me I was doing too much all from a place of kindness and all sort of make sure you don't burn out blah blah blah. but I was I was hearing all of it and I was thinking am I doing too much but actually I'm not doing too much I'm doing what I can do and other people can easily look into your life and tell you what is too much to be doing if that's maybe too much for them yeah and understanding that gave me the permission to just flourish just do what I feel comfortable doing it's it's other people telling me I'm doing too much not me um and I don't have to listen to that so I think and that came from listening to Brené Brown so she's really good I think I could probably recommend books all day but those are the ones that mine so they're probably the most important no, that's brilliant. Okay, fab. And also one more question. With your prep, when do you start your your prep as well? What are so the plans for prep? We're well, we're looking at the start of April to start prep. And that will take us into the first show will be September. Um, I haven't decided on which show yet. And I keep umming and ahhing because oh, but basically, aren't we all riddled for just self-doubt? I just <laughs> I don't know which shows I should do like if I'm going to be competitive enough so I'm not making any of those decisions right now I don't need to and I'll just talk it through with Dan when it comes to it but the two potential first shows are a week apart anyway okay amazing we're just going to focus on those ones and see where we get to okay that's exciting and one more thing so if anyone wants to like because you do obviously like consultations and things like that what's the first step if someone wants to like get your help and have a chat what do they what's the first step with that so my instagram is my form of communication for that and it's the productivity doctor um all full words and if you just drop me a message on there you can do that that's probably the. i'll answer. write it under the notes on the podcast as well so it's like there thank you um i've got a highlight on there that's got what i what my consultations look like um and also my availability so i have very limited availability because it's squeezed in with everything else um i do as many sessions as i can to help as many people as i can but ultimately my clinical and academic work have to come first so i look ahead um i've got i think i've got two january sessions left and then maybe about 10 sessions in february um that i've put out there um and that's just so that i myself don't become overwhelmed and so that i can give everybody the the time and attention that they need so you can have a look on that availability and see if there's a time that would suit you and then you can just drop me a message and say can I book into it if or if you just want to know more then just drop me a message I'm happy to answer any questions no obligation we can just have a chat if you want to that's fine amazing okay fab I feel like I feel like I've learned loads from that I mean I know we've like done bits together but I feel like it's refreshed my memory as well um no that was really fab so um I'll put all the details with like the Instagram stuff and I'll also um I might just pop the podcast and the books underneath as well so if you can pop me those over I can literally write them down and that will make it easier for everyone as well but yeah thank you that's been amazing I feel like that's been a really good chat Oh, lovely. No, thank you for having me on. I hope it wasn't too all over the place. This is no, it was very <laughs> informative. And <laughs> no, it was brilliant. So yeah, thank you so much. And go and follow Steph, go and follow the product productivity doctor. There's loads of good tips on there as well. So you can like pick stuff up from from that as well. Um and yeah, thank you. Lovely. Thank you.